What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, I've titled this one, Are You a Silent Suffering Survivor? And the reason for that is because I have seen so many people who have called themselves survivors, and I think that's a beautiful thing. There's a lot of strength in being able to identify as surviving something, especially when it's something tragic that nobody should have had had to have ever gone through. And yet... I've seen people in recent time get triggered, and I know a lot of people don't like that word, but I think that is the most appropriate word to describe this kind of behavior. And I think that this is an episode that can apply to all of us and really help us to be able to dive deep and look within ourselves to see what might be bothering us. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, there are, I'm very fortunate to be able to say that I have never had to experience anything too traumatic. We've all gone through shit, some of the shit that I've gone through um, would definitely be something along the lines of my mom passing away, me me being what I thought was too young for my mom to have passed away. And when I was younger, I had shared in a previous episode that there was this wacko who exposed himself to me in the bathroom when I was super, super young. Um, But apart from that, there's nothing that really sticks out in terms of things being traumatic. And recently, inside of our Police, Fire, Military, and Families Facebook group, there have been, there have been a lot of people who have been triggered by things that, in my professional opinion, really shouldn't have been triggers at all. And without getting into depth, I can share that the difference between my community and the community that I see online in most other Facebook groups is that things are so tight-knit that everybody knows each other. And that's something I take a lot of pride in. And with that comes the same nuance that could be parallel to what we experienced in high school, maybe, mm-hmm. where you have cliques or you have certain people that are closer than other people. And in saying that, there was two individuals in particular who I happen to personally know have gone through some pretty traumatic shit much greater in terms of trauma than anything I've ever experienced. And I have seen them call themselves survivors. And these two particular individuals found themselves triggered by something that somebody posted that had nothing to do with them, that certainly wasn't aimed at them. I wouldn't allow that sort of behavior inside of our group. And yet they took such offense to this and took it as a personal personal aim that they not only felt the need to create this huge like catastrophic event within the Facebook group, but they also felt the need to almost tattletale to me and then to tattletale to their spouses and their spouses to tattletale back to me and to turn it into this huge thing. And it's very important for me, the older that I get, to be able to recognize things, not from my own perspective, but to try to analyze why somebody would feel the way that they feel. And I spent a good week like reflecting on these conversations, looking back at everything that was posted and said and where the the true intention was behind things that were said. And I came to the conclusion that these survivors are actually sufferers. These are people that put on this label 
and share with pride. And what a beautiful thing to be able to share with pride when somebody can call themselves a survivor after going through something really catastrophic. And yet they can't pause for a moment to recognize that something as simple as a Facebook post that had nothing to do with them influenced them so much to the extent that it literally ruined their lives. And I can say that because of the comments that they shared with me in confidence, that it messed up their entire internal world for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I'm sure you've seen that too. And maybe you've been in that place where something happens online, especially, or even in the real world, right? The tangible world. And you hold on to that resentment and that, that hate and just that feeling of negativity. And you don't really stop to analyze what role you're playing in that negativity. And I'm going to give you a great example of this because I worked for somebody who, as an agnostic, I have never believed in Lucifer as much as I do because of the actions and the things that this individual did in my life. And a lot of that took reflection after the fact. And Clint, we had to we had to reach out to attorneys and the labor board and like it turned into this huge, huge thing that I just didn't want to deal with in my life. But knowing that I believe in doing the right thing and justice to be served, there was really no other way. And so I found that having to even reach out to attorneys and get on the phone and re relive and re-expose these events to somebody externally, I got super triggered because of it. Super triggered as though I was still back in that same, that same moment, that same event. And I know there are many things that take place within me personally. And I know if you're honest with yourself, it happens with you too, that are triggers. And when that trigger happens, that means that you're actually suffering. You're no longer taking on this survivor mentality, but you can. And the first step to be able to do that is to be able to identify that you're having those triggers and to stop pointing the blame and pointing the finger at everything else externally and to stop and to understand why this is impacting you, the fact that you did have an emotional response to the thing that happened, and to try to make the connections between the two. Another example is it was my mom's birthday two days ago, and my mom had passed away almost seven years ago now. And so even something as minute as that brings up these emotions. And it's very healthy for us to have that and to experience that. But it's also more important for us to be able to understand when it's happening and then to be able to almost navigate through the waters of why we're feeling that negative emotion. And for me, with my mom's birthday and um, her death anniversary is also coming up, I was able to stop and think and I understood that my dad, Clinton, I had to take him to have a knee replacement surgery two weeks ago now. Yeah. And so having to go to that same hospital to do his follow-up appointment was actually the first trigger for me because I had to take my mom to chemotherapy so often and all of these follow-up appointments mm -hmm. and going to see the oncologist and for me, going into that facility is nothing but this negative, bad energy. And that's not to say that I can't do it or I'm not going to go there. Um, but that was the first event that actually made me feel that sad or negative energy around my mom dying. And it goes back to the same thing with the Facebook group. If, if 
you see a post and you don't like it, typically, if if you're of sound mind, I would say is the appropriate way to word it, you'll just keep scrolling and you won't pay it any attention. Now, this is different. If someone posts something and it's tagged Ashley and, you know, they're they're aiming something straight at me, then that's different. But when you just see a generic post or you see several people, which is the case with this individual situation, that are bantering and sharing and they're going through their own personal shit and you don't stop to recognize that that's about them and it's not about you and you feel the need to interject yourself and then to create this whole big thing around it, then to me that means that there's some work that needs to be done. And it's hard for us to admit when that work needs to be done. So the first step to be able to do that is for us to identify what the thing is that triggered us and then to do some reverse engineering and to go back and to try to understand why we felt those negative emotions. Now, for me, having to talk to an attorney, for example, I was able to reflect back and understand that there was a great deal of control, things things that were unintentionally and inappropriately taken out of my control, which... I'm not a control freak, but it's very important for me to have a a solid level of control within my own life. And in that situation of employment for such a long time, that was taken away from me. And so reverse engineering and going back as far as I can, and then to be able to understand what the things are that emotionally impacted me in such a way, I think is important for us to all be able to do any time that we feel that fight or flight response start to kick in. Yeah, and looking at these incidents specifically, it's it's you're in control of your emotions. You get triggered, you you deal with these situations on a regular basis, like it comes up. And it's all in how you respond to it is how you're going to feel afterwards. If you respond to it in a negative way and just keep going down that spiral, it's going to just pull you down more and more. But if you respond to it as it's not about me, it changes everything. Yeah. And a lot of people it's within our, it's actually a primal instinct for us to inwardly relate to the situations that are within our sphere of influence, everything around us. And to be able to be a survivor, a true survivor, you need to be able to understand how you're navigating through those waters and to recognize that through those waters, there's some crystal clean water out there. It's not all sharks that are out to get you. But if you're not doing the work and recognizing the sharks, then you're going to be the bait and you're just going to continue to attract more and more and more of that. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. Clint, thank you for joining me. (laughs) If you have, please do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.